Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. And today we're going to be taking a look at Michael Bublé. Yes, it's Mr. Bubble in the Cardiff International Arena, who is surprisingly out early this year because normally you only see him around about Christmas time. But hey, that's enough of the jokes. Yeah, let's get on this. So, today is a six truck show and the stage is a very interesting setup. Interesting as though you've never seen this out kind of setup before. You have the typical big band set up on the stage on multiple tiers, and uh, the stage is one, two, three, four, five, six tiers high. So that's six different rows of musicians, etc. So you've got the lower section of the stage. Then you've got the next section, that's all Mr. Bublé's and the musical director, I would assume. The next stage up, you have stage left, the drums. Then centre stage, uh, just shy, of, just, just, just stage left of the walkway from top to bottom, you have the uh, guitars. And then uh, across the uh, partition walkway, you have the grand piano. You've got the brass, the horns and the wind section on the next three layers going stage left and stage right. At the bottom of the stage you've got a nice little catwalk of a, from a thrust section going into a nice square at the top of the thrust which is an interesting one because uh, it's got light up LED panels on the floor of the stage of the uh, thrust. You also have a percussionist and on stage uh, right side and a uh, keyboard player on stage left side so he's got a smaller band for that little section down there which is very very interesting. Now surrounding the main section of stage you have a uh, rectangle that's, uh, that's encompassed the whole of the stage area but this but this rectangle isn't flat. You've got the upstage section that is right in the air and, and the downstage section which is just slightly higher than the catwalk section of the stage. And yet again this is all LED light, this is all LED screen trimming the whole of the uh, rectangle. And on the underside of the rectangle you have a load of uh, moving light heads which are LED profiles and washers surrounding uh, the top section of the rectangle and stage left and stage right section as well. So some nice side light coverage as part of that setup. You also have on each stage trim of on each level an LED uh, trim as well as on the steps as well. So that is uh, being flashed up as we speak and then just being winched up right now as we speak you have an LED screen panel going above, uh, behind and slightly above the uh, top of the LED uh, rectangle and in the middle underneath you have the uh, another piece of LED screen on the back wall so he's got an entrance point that's masked as well as being part of the screen so it's looking very very tasty stage left and stage right you have standard projector screens with the projectors right at the back of the of the hallway on the back wall and they are huge. You also got an LED light trim around each of the uh, projection screens. The mixer section is compact in uh, in length, but it is very wide. It's not finished anywhere near yet. 
and above that you also have a lighting bar as well. On that lighting bar you have robo spots. Above all the staging areas you have, let's start upstage, so upstage you have a lighting bar which is vertical which is in the vertical plane on stage left and stage right with LED profile and wash it units then you have a feeder truss which is sending power for, uh, above it and below it above the main section of stage you have three more lighting bars yet again with LED profile units and not many washers just a handful of wash units and I would assume that you've also got some robo spots on the on the downstage bar. Then lighting the uh, thrust section of the stage you've got another vertical plane lighting bar with a handful of LED strobe floods and profile units stage left and stage right and you also have a, a another a standard horizontal bar so we'll call that FOH1 where it normally would be on any, on any other show but it's in the middle of both set, it's in between both both sets of staging lights and yet again there's LED strobe floods and some profile units on there. Now sound wise this is going to be a beast of a system. You have multiple line arrays everywhere because they're making full-blown surround sound effects for the whole of the, of the arena so Michael Bublé will not be playing forwards when he's on the down, when he's on the uh, catwalk and thrust section, he'll be playing through all directions. So there is sound in all directions. You've got the standard line arrays, uh, stage left and stage right, which are two wide and ten deep. You've got the standard ones that are normally 45 degrees back, but they are not. They are f they are a f nice 45 degree right angle. And that, and that is uh, six deep. And you have three flown subs, stage left and stage right, uh, behind the main line array there. Then, on the thrust section on each corner of the square in the air, that rhymed, you have a smaller line array which is four deep and two wide, but below the two deep, you've got a smaller line array which is also four wide, uh, four deep, but only one wide. Just so you've got more top, middle, and bottom end for each position. And you have, as I said, you've got one every uh, corner, and then you also have a forward one center stage on that down section. So they're going for maximum sound clarity, and it'll be an interesting one to mix because of the way how they've got so many different hotspots and I'm looking forward to hearing the sound quality on this show. They've nearly not finished the uh, setup, although there are more bits still to be built such as the Mojo Barrier at the front of the stage, of the main section of the stage and some uh, side lighting for, uh, specials which are on which you've got a bank of you got two banks of AD profile units on the floor, stage left, stage right, uh, off stage that is, and we're waiting to see where the uh, masking needs to go. It's going to be an interesting one. There's even a bit of cable ramp going between the mixer position, which hasn't been built fully yet, and the uh, and and the thrust section of stage. So. 
let's so there is going to be there's no support for my uh, for mr buble he is just on his own today with a nice long show so let's take a look at his background michael stephen buble born september the 9th 1975 is a canadian singer is often credited for helping to renew public interest and appreciation for for traditional pop standards and the great american songbook in, 20, in 2003, Buble's first album reached, reached the top 10 in Canada and the United Kingdom. He found a worldwide audience with his 2005 album It's Time and his 2007 album Call Me Irresponsible, which reached number one in the Canadian Music Albums Chart and the UK Albums Chart, and as well as the US Billboard 200, the Australian ARA Albums Chart, several other European charts. His 2009 album Crazy Love debuted at number one US Billboard 200 after three days of sales and remained there for two weeks. It was also his fourth number one album on the Billboard's Top Jazz Albums chart. His 2011 holiday album Christmas was the first place on the Billboard 200 for the, for the uh, final four weeks of 2011 and the first week of 2012 totaling five weeks atop the, on top of the chart. It also made the top five in the United Kingdom with this. Christmas became the third consecutive number one album on the chart. To Be Loved was released in April 2013, followed by Nobody But Me in October 2016 and Love in November 2018. Bublé has sold over 75 million records worldwide and won numerous awards including 5 Grammy Awards and 15 Juno Awards. Bublé resides in Burnaby, British Columbia with his wife and children. He once had a home in Croydon, London. He holds dual Italian-Canadian citizenship. An avid hockey fan since childhood, he is a prominent celebrity supporter of the Vancouver Can Canucks. Since December 2008, he has co-owned the Vancouver Giants. Buble requires one local team hockey puck in his dressing room as part of his contract to concert promoters in every city. On February 12, 2009, he pledged a donation of 50,000 Australian dollars to the victims of the Black Saturday bushfires in Victoria, Australia at a charity concert at Side Secondary School. In 2019, he renovated his late grandfather's Vancouver home and gifted it to his caretaker. Buble was previously engaged to actress Debbie Timmis, who appeared with him in the musicals Red Rock Diner in 1996 and Dean Regan's Forever Swing in 1998. Thomas was listed as one of the dedicatees in Buble's self-titled album Michael Buble and It's Time and sang background vocals for it. While in Italy, he co-wrote the single Home For Her. She was featured in the music video for Home. Their engagement ended in November 2005 and inspired him to write Lost. During an appearance at Australian television's Logie Awards in 2005, Bublé met English actress Emily Blunt and, soon began, and, and they soon began dating. She sang background vocals on Me and Mrs Jones and everything was written by Bublé for her. After his relationship with Blunt ended in July 2008, Bublé began dating Argentine actress Lusana Lopolito, they, they became engaged in November 2009 and married in March 2011 in Buenos Aires. Buble co-wrote the hit single Haven't Met You Yet for Lopolito whilst they were dating and, he, and she appeared in his music video. 
The couple have four children, sons born in 2013-2016 and daughters born in 2018 and 2022. So his uh, discography is Bobaloo in 2001, Dream in 2002, Michael Bublé in 2003, It's Time in 2005, Caught in the Act, Album with DVD 2005, Call Me Irresponsible in 2007, Crazy Love in 2009, Christmas in 2011, To Be Loved in 2013, Nobody But Me in 2016, Love in 2018, Higher in 2022. So, concert tours and residencies. So, Michael Bublé live in concert in, tw- in 2004. It's time tour in tw- uh, between 2005 and 2006. Call Me Irresponsible tour in 2007 to 2008. Crazy Love tour 2010 to 2012. To Be Loved tour 2013 to 2015. An Evening with Michael Bublé in 2019-2022 and Hyatt 2022-2023 and he's had a Las Vegas limited engagement in 2022. So that's a nice little bit of info about Mr Bublé and we will now be uh, going on to the performance itself. So Michael Bublé's show, well, the uh, intro, let's have a look at that. So the centre drop down screen started with an image of Michael Bublé walking down a road and then when he got to the front of the screen as in the end of the road a countdown from 10 seconds started the audience counted it down and then all of a sudden then the intro started properly where the lights were scanning the audience as the music was starting to build and build and build in the crescendo Michael Bublé's initials were flaming in the middle of the centre screen and then the screen retracted which then gave a nice silhouette of a man scaramouche scaramouche um, up center stage and Bublé's vocals begun giving the impression that he was coming in from the upstage center entrance but he didn't as soon as the uh, trumpets come in Bublé came up on the lift down center stage so the upstage centre silhouette was not Michael Bublé, it was someone else. Anyways, I digress. And that opening song was Feeling Good, which is a typical big band opener. Because a lot of people who do that kind of uh, music genre will always start off with a song that powerful and catchy. It's always the way. So from uh, start to finish, the lighting was basic in the respect of wash after wash uh, covering most of the stage which is basically lighting the band and the most the majority of the lights uh, lighting Michael Bublé directly were the uh, robo spots which is all that was needed to be perfectly honest because you had the LED uh, video wall trim you had the LED video wall trim doing the legwork along with the upstage screen which was above the rectangle and you also had the, the LED video screen uh, stage which was the catwalk going into the B stage uh, which was the thrust section so that did a lot of legwork you had the other units the other profile units around the stage scanning into the audience and giving the odd special for Michael Bublé uh, in certain sections of the stage and when the audience are lit up it was either open open colors scanning the audience or uh, units or profile units with gobo breakups in colors as well so nice and basic because you don't need 
massive amounts of lights doing intricate things because it's a big band show it's not that kind of show although it did look impressive and good because sometimes on this show we always say less is more and it is so true this was definitely more so sound wise well we had 100% surround sound coverage and it was very very nice although it was quiet and I'll get into that in a second basically with the uh, sound being surround and you had absolute clarity you had our plat our rare and highly sought after platinum quality sound for the uh, clarity you could hear all 26 band all 26 different musicians as well as the backing vocals as well as the as well as Michael Bublé himself everything was crystal clear you could hear and point absolutely everyone out on stage that's how how clear that sound was now to get the clarity that way you couldn't have the volume you had to sacrifice volume but there was no need to have all that volume and why is because you had all these all these line arrays in the round so you're not competing with walls of sound because it's just tickling everywhere with uh, with a crystal clear sound so there's no need to have that massive punch to it and it did sound really really good and quite unique to be honest and now that just leaves us with how was Michael Bublé's show in a nutshell flawless he was vocally stunning with some serious charisma all the audience loved his set and the audience was singing along they were dancing along and joining in at all points at all points then at one point Michael Bublé noticed a baby in the front row and this baby was a very young baby he couldn't look he couldn't have looked more than eight months that's how young this kid was and he looked really cute actually uh, with the uh, biggest of ear defenders on such a small head and he was asleep slept through the whole show <laughs> and Michael Bublé had to uh, say to the audience that he had to resist picking up the baby because he would never let go because he would end up having to do having to sing the uh, song from the Lion King I, uh, no I'm not even gonna bloody do it anyways I digress there was also a different audience member with a sign saying that it was her 21st birthday and he noticed that he come down from the stage and gave her a hug little peck on the cheek and signed her sign so that was very kind of her, Mr. Bublé. Now, for me personally, I do love a big band show. For me, it used to be a staple uh, when I, in my cruise ship, in my cruise ship days, and I'll never I'll never forget those kind of songs because I did actually enjoy the big band songs. Although, to be fair, they were much smaller orchestras, but they were still good. And, and I do like it, I, all the songs that Michael Bublé sang, even the ones that were not his, they're all staples of the big band genre and he aced them, did it with absolute panache and style and all I can say is sung absolutely flawlessly and in his charismatic way as well. You just couldn't ask for a better show to be honest. 
and it was a great show for the audience to see and I will guarantee you even if you're not a Michael Bublé fan if you're there in the audience you would have enjoyed yourself listening to some great great talented musicians with a very talented leader such as Michael Bublé if you've enjoyed today's podcast, please hit like, subscribe and share. And if you haven't already done so, why not check out more content from Master X Major by clicking the link in the description below. And we shall catch you next time. Bye for now.